This is the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. All Better Audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention. This is a production from the 4077. Making audio sound all better. That is all. This is Blackout City. My city. A dangerous city where nothing is what it seems to be. And the people here are not who they seem to be. The double cross is not only a game, but the norm. Staying alive is survival. Staying sane is necessity. Nineteen sixty-three forced its way out of its mother's womb and destroyed my world with extreme prejudice. I never gave a crap about the tradition of New Year's. It's all crap anyway. And I never made any resolutions, except to stay alive. Which I make every day when I wake up. This morning, I caught a glimpse of my faceless visage in the mirror. Blank. No eyes, nose, or mouth. Just a hunk of flesh sitting square on a bulk neck. Yeah, me, Joe Smoke, P.I. Got clubbed from behind a month ago in Hydro's bar and some punk took my identity card. I always preach to others not to turn your back on anyone, and it happened to me. Karma, baby. And it bit me on the ass. Can you believe that play? What a load of crap. What can I get you to drink? A beer, Buster, and not one of the watered-down kind you serve the scum here. (laughs) (laughs) We could go to the movies. No. Why don't you come over and watch Perry Mason? Perry Mason ain't on Wednesdays. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wait, ain't your mother home? What? How did you make that? I told you, buddy. I've been shooting pole since I was four years of age. I was in there to corner Doberman Diggs, a junkie and small-time thief, for my cop buddy, Dan Carson. Oh, can't a guy enjoy a beer without being harassed? Have a seat, Smoke, why don't you? 
Thanks, Doberman. Hey, that's my beer. You can't drink. Geez, I'm awful sorry about that, Henry. I didn't mean to take your beer. You... you spit in my beer? Don't call me that! My name's Doberman. Told you that before. You only changed it when you went in the slammer for stealing women's undies. Just so you'd sound tough. I never stole anybody's underwear. I went in for a bank heist. Look, why are you here, Smoke? Carson is looking for you. I don't know nothing about that old lady knifed in her house, okay? Never said anything about an old lady. Officer Carson mentioned you knew where that shipment of gold watches were. The ones Myron Allen and you stole from the airport, remember? We got your cousin downtown. Yeah, that cousin that's the night watchman at the airport. Right now he's spilling his guts about the robbery. Now we let you and Allen in the shipments department, and you guys took all 100 boxes of gold watches. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Come on. I fought in the war against the Chinese. I was right there after they bombed L.A. You hear yourself? When you're talking to a war hero? Oh! Why did you hit me? Oh. Oh. I think... I think you broke my nose. I know when you're lying, Henry. Your middle finger and pinky start to shake like they're in an earthquake. Plus, I don't like scum like you throwing your hat in the war ring. You never served in the military a day in your life, like me and thousands of other real men did. Anyway, Carson's men will be here in a minute to collect you, and it <sighs> To this day, I still don't know who hit me from behind, or who took my identity card. When I do find them, even their mothers will wish they never knew them. If you lose your identity, you lose your face. If you lose your face, the feds come for you, throw you in one of the worst prisons in the country. Goro Island, out there in Hawaii. They throw you in there. They leave you forever. No matter how many years you were given. That's why I take Morphodil. It gives you a face. Any face. Only problem is, I get a new face every time I take it. I take other things too, just to cope with the pain of not having a face. Not having an identity screws with you. Like not having any memories. Good thing I have Lily, my fire redhead secretary and... Morty, my leg man. He gets all the info from the streets. They help fill in the blanks. There's a lot of blanks. I was lucky they found me in that bar and dragged me home. Anyway, that's what they told me happened. Joe, quit your moping around. I got a case for you. I ain't in the mood, Lily.
I can't focus right now. Well, Joe, here's a motivator. Old Man Sphinx says if you don't have his rent by the end of the week, he's kicking your ass out on the sidewalk and having you arrested for failure to pay your bills. How about them apples, Joe Smoke? They're rotten, Lily. Rotten from the inside out. Should I stop packing my stuff then? <sighs> nah, give me the case. What's the rumpus? Remember the Pete Stroke case? Vaguely. Actually, no, I can't remember shit, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, Joe, it was that cop, Pete Stroke. He was after a kidnapper, shot the guy in the back on Prime TV, and lost his badge. Police Chief Gates called him a coward, practically demonized the guy for getting caught on TV killing a suspect. Okay, so what? He was killed the other day. Shot in the back. Blackout City cops say it was an open and shut case. Pinned it on a gang member, Louis Zayas. Again, Lily, so what? Louis Zayas is dead too. Shot in the back. Killed by a laser mode. They haven't been in circulation for 20 years, Joe. Yeah. I see a pattern. So who's hiring us? You're not gonna like this. Chief Police Gates Office. Son of a bitch! I ain't working for the pigs. Not ever. Joe? Carson said for me to tell you he's calling in a favor. So, really, Carson is hiring us? Using Gates' funds? Yeah, looks that way. I don't like this, Lily. You don't have to, Joe. Just get results. Something bad is going down in the department. That's my hunch. Why else would Carson call in a favor? It stinks. All right. Get a hold of Morty. I already did. He says meet him at the Pendleton station. I, uh, see you made it here, partner. <laughs> we got a case, Morty. So we gathered. <laughs> Why else would uh, Lily tell me to uh, meet you here at Pendleton? Riding the subway in Blockout City is like peeking into a dead guy's brain. Nothing going on at all. No one takes the subway unless they have to. 
or they're factory workers. Corporations keep their workers hopped up on klaxonite. Stiffs is what they're called. They walk around like zombies, never talk and never do anything. Unless they're told what to do. Some of them starve to death because their boss forgets to radio into them to eat. They sleep, but only when they pass out. That's no way to live a life. That's why me and Morty do business here. What's the rumpus? We got three stiffs, all three shot in the back with a zap gun. You gotta be kidding me. I ain't seen one of those since the uh, uh, Chinese War. Yeah, they were taken out of circulation and destroyed as part of the peace treaty with the Chinese. I'd like to know how this person was able to stash one of them all these years without the pigs scanning your house. Pigs were the androids the cops used to do their dirty work. Most beat cops are pigs, and they're dialed in to destroy a perpetrator after their eighth violation. A laser beam cuts right through a person. Lucky for me, I only have four on my record. Unlucky Morty has seven on his record. He's already served three two-year sentences for pickpocket and suspected meat trafficking, which both he was doing as we conducted our meeting. I could smell the spoiled beef in his trench coat, and at the moment he had his hand in some poor comatose lady's purse. Morty, take your hand out of that lady's purse. What? Ah, oh, nuts to you. They won't miss the uh, money. Uh, they, they don't ever spend what little they're paid anyways. Might as well uh, help myself. Ow! Didn't have to uh, smack my hands, Joe. You know I got arthritis there. Let's talk about the case, okay? Okay, okay. Go, go for it. After we meet the client, I want you to talk to Pete Stroke's wife, and then hustle over to Louis Zayer's gang. Yeah? Yeah, I got uh, business with the Grime Boys. I, I, I got uh, some sausages and pig feet to get from them for my clients off West Broad and the uh, Stevens. You go to the boardwalk, where all those circus freaks practice cannibalism? Not on mine or your life, buddy. <laughs> I get Rory and Stagger to go over there. <laughs> Those two chemically enhanced freaks? So what? Nothing, Morty. Only I heard they had a thing for raping the elderly. Especially guys that are small and gray-haired. No! You've got to be joking, Smoke. I'm... Going to have to carry my bayonet knife again. Harris, Nelson, serial code 2149990007. Marco, Paul, serial code 568880000U. You are under arrest for the crime of armed robbery in the Southern District of... Jesus! That laser just turned that guy into dust. Say, Joe, uh, 
we doing here? These are our clients, Morty. S say what? The freaking cops? I ain't going in there. You're crazy. No way, Joe. <laughs> All right, Morty. Go see Stroke's wife and Zare's gang. I got a hunch we might be dealing with a Chinese soldier who don't know the war is over. Right, Joe. I don't like cops. They don't like me. Especially Police Chief Gates and his boys. I'm always a thorn in their sides. And if you ever knew for sure I was using Morphodil for new faces, I'd be in Hawaii making new diseases for the war effort with the other prisoners. I'm only doing this for a buddy. We served together on the 9th Parallel, using zip guns to cut down Chinese mojo men. That's what we called their mind-control soldiers. A thousand of them would be standing in the rice fields of the Philippines. Their eyes closed, hands on their foreheads, moving trees and buildings to drop on us. We had laser technology, and they had ESP technology. What a pretty pair we made, destroying each other's citizens for control of a farming country. Until they dropped the big one on L.A. It took ten years to build it back, and we're still building for the future. We came to an agreement with China. No more lasers against them, no more mind control on us. Both countries lied. Just Joe, private detective, identification number 877-666-LN-210. Joe, come over here and shake my hand, you sorry bastard. Carson, what's the rumpus? How's the biz? Is that sweet little redhead still your secretary, huh? <laughs> you dog, you gotta be mowing that lawn, huh? Nah, never, anytime. I'll never tell a soul that I slip in and out of bed sheets when her old man is too busy at the college slapping the wrists of English students for putting commas in the wrong place. Got a cig, Carson? Been dying for one. Yeah, sure. Have a seat. These are from Romania. Wait till you get a taste of that wacky backy. <laughs> you got a new face. You know, if Gate ever finds out you're sponging Can we face... just talk about why I'm here? Okay, okay. It's your world, buddy. And I'll keep reminding you every time I see you. Tell me about Pete's stroke. Carson shut the door to his office. Then he turned on the illegal scrambler so the higher-ups in the FBI couldn't hear our conversation. He wasn't the best cop, Joe. He'd been on the reprimands, mostly for shaking down dope heads and gamblers. Nothing was ever proven. The thing is, I'm not entirely sure this is a criminal we're looking for. Zayers wasn't on the list of shakedowns. We found a few odd things, a burned-out badge with three numbers left off. The last three digits fit three other suspects, all dead. All killed by the same zap gun. I'm thinking it might be a soldier who thinks the war is not over. Then why kill his own guys and not any of the Asian citizens in the Blackout City? Good point. <sighs> I'm sure you're wondering why I asked for you on this. I know why. Morty and I can slip through cracks you and your fellow detectives can't. Yeah, that's, that's one reason. True, this potato's too damn hot for us to handle. You have connections with the feds. 
that was many moons ago. I don't know anyone anymore. I keep my distance ever since Les passed on. Les. He was the one that recruited me to his private cop agency when I was still in the FBI. After he caught a bullet from a freak on the boardwalk, I barely show my face in any of Les's old haunts. Speaking of haunts, Les is one of those ghosts I just can't shake. Okay, Joe. Regardless, you still have the case. Once I found that badge, I didn't want to invite internal affairs on this train. We found something else. Feral residue. <gasps> no. You know that stuff was dropped on the Chinese... Yeah, and in Shanghai. That info has never been exposed to the public, you understand? You could only know that if you served there. We called it Death Rain. I dreamed about that day, Joe. Nightmares, actually. I saw it too, Carson. Dust dropped on innocent women and children. I can still see that old man rushing up to us, his skin peeling off and his intestines dragging behind him on the ground. There we were in our hazmat suits and gear protected from their crap falling from the skies. When they wouldn't stay quarantined, we shot them. Innocent women and children. Enough. We don't need to go down that stretch of memory lane. Carson. Hey, Bill. What do you got for me? We found out whose badge they belonged to. Detective Daniel Reese. Oh, yeah? Let me guess. Reese served with Zayers and Stroke. He did for a short time, but he was also in Shanghai with us. got a call from Morty, who seemed really excited on the phone. He stammered so bad I had to tell him we'd meet him somewhere. That somewhere was pretty significant. Joe! Joe! Glad you got here fast. What the hell did you bring a cop for? Well, hello to you too, Morty. We're working for them, remember? Jesus, Joe. You didn't have to bring one along, especially him. Just tell us what you found out, old man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, uh look at this. A business card? With this address where we stand. Turn the card over, Joe. Madam Chang. Why do I know that name? The tenth anniversary of the Chinese-American War. Your uh, squad had its own reunion, uh, which, uh, which you missed, Joe. And gladly. Get to the point, Morty. She was there. What the hell are you saying? Madam Chang? It had to have been a cover. Madam Chang. Chang Su. She's not real. Zayers has a couple of Chinese prostitutes working for him, Joe, and uh, a real woman was there. She, she, she read everybody's fortune. She gave a date to when they were going to die. That's what Louis Zayers and Pete Stroke did 
at the reunion. Hell, everybody did. That's what Stroke's wife told me. Except you, right, Carson? She offered to relieve me of my burden, Joe. No, don't relive it, Carson. I'm telling you to forget it. I can't stop thinking about it, Joe. When Cheng Su offered to get rid of my ghost, I, I couldn't help myself. He was one of us, Joe. We should have helped him out with that barbed wire fence. He begged us to help him before they dropped the death powder. Jesus, Joe. Why didn't we help him? He was one of us. Shut up, Carson. Don't you dare say his name. Private Jesse Heard. Damn it, Carson. What? What? What the hell? Is that a shadow with a, 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 a zap gun? Yeah, a spook. Jesse Hurd's ghost. Carson, look out! Oh, God! Joe, I'm, I'm sorry. Not as sorry as that bitch will be. Jesus! <laughs> this place looks like uh, downtown Chinatown in one fortune cookie. I smell incense burning. Joe, uh, you, you really think uh, Madam Chang is here? She's here, Morty. But not in the way you think she is. Huh? What, what the hell are you talking about? Morty, the U.S. did two drops of feral dust on China. It was the catalyst for the nuke burn out here in L.A. The Chinese used mind control soldiers... Yeah, Joe, uh, uh, I know that. I, I, I was there, remember? You were in the black market, Morty. If you served in the armed services, you'd know that Madame Cheng is a computer, not a person. You mean like, uh, this one? Yeah, just like that one, Morty. Just like it. The computers set up in 12 different areas of each city tapped into the Chinese soldiers' psychic abilities. Helped them project fears of an opponent. Joe, uh, the, the shadow, it's, uh, it's here! It's gone, huh? What did you do? I unplugged it. That's simple, huh? Nope. Not even, Morty. We just need to find the person who was running it. Over there, Joe. I... I see him. <laughs> you got him, Joe. That door doesn't lead to the outside. Looks like another room. <gasps> Joe! It's... A, a woman! You... You shot a woman? One of Isaiah's prostitutes? No. She's not one of his prostitutes. No. Meet no. Jesse Hurd. My God, Joe. Look at his face. He's got no skin on his face. 
And I'm not going to go back, and you can't. So, uh. It's not. <laughs> Who, who's the Chinese guy? Jesse Hurd's wife. I remember he married her when we were stationed in Shanghai. When Jesse got caught in the death rain, U.S. dropped there, he was burned beyond recognition. We all thought he died from feral. She did all this for revenge? <laughs> Ain't that something? Yeah. Ain't it. I'm not. This, this, this thing's the night. This will be home soon. I wasn't going to. Light me a cigarette? Thanks. What are you thinking about? The case? Carson. I'm sure he thought of you as a good friend. Well, I didn't think he was. Oh. Okay. Where are you going? You don't have to leave now. Damn it. Carson had to get himself killed. I was close. Real close. Close to what? He knew who took my identity. I'm going to the office. My face hurts. I need some Morphodil. I- I, uh, I don't like doing this, Lily. I don't either, Morty. But Joe can never find out who stole his identity. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. All right. 
I'll get dressed and help you get him to the cab. Take him back to the office. Blackout City, Episode 1, Death Rain, written and directed by Mark Slade. Blackout City was created by Mark Slade and Frank Larner. Joe Thomas as Joe Smoke. Laura Nicole as Lily. Jeff Niles as Morty. Victor Aurelius as Doberman. Julian Bain as Carson. Matt Weller as The Customer. David Schutz II as the bartender and robot officer. Pete Lutz as man, officer, and Jesse. Wendelin Jensen Woodard as woman. Ted Wenskus as pool player one. Glenn Hibbert as pool player two. Rachel Rumler as the computer. Music by Carpenter's Notch and Purple Planet. This has been an All Better Audio production. This production was set together by, by the Paul Sussman Make Making audio, audio sound, sound all better. This is Thursday Thrillers, audio with action on the Mutual Audio Network. Join us tomorrow on Mutual with Friday Follies, the end-of-the-week collection of comedy cut-ups. You can subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of audio drama that fits your fancy. Or find the Friday Follies feed in your favorite podcast players. Now that's a lot of effus. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.